Welcome to the podcast, the greatest podcast in the history of mankind, and also the most humble. I think my humility is my greatest asset. And I'm Dusty Smith, your host, and this is episode 74. Fuck yeah, we did it, you and I, we're heroes. And I've got a pretty good show for you tonight, probably going to be a short show. Like, we have impeachment hearings going on, and yet somehow not much happened this week. Don't know what the fuck's going on in the universe, but it's going to be fucking cool. How's everybody doing tonight? Hope you had a good weekend. We're all you motherfuckers looking forward to some Thanksgiving. We gonna get fat as fuck. I heard that. Dusty is a Fender Telecaster. Hell yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means. Fender is like a guitar, right? I sort of get the reference. What's up, Judge Jerome? Wow, that's a weird way to spell Jeremy. Says the guy named Dusty. Uh, how you doing tonight? Good to see you. What's up, Emred? What's up, Piero? I'm pretty good. We didn't do a show Friday because I got kind of a cold. My Throat was hurting me and shit. And I was like, do I want to do this show with a four, with a sore fucking throat? And he's sitting here like this, all gravelly and shit. And I was like, fuck that. I'm just going to get better. So I took a bunch of cold medicine and shit, passed the fuck out for three days. And uh, then I woke up and uh, feeling a lot better now. So I thought I better do this fucking show. Who's Jim Cornetto? Jim Cornette. Uh, let me see if I can type his name in. I wonder if my microphone will work. Jim Cornette. Nope. Fuck you. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette, motherfucker. Type that shit. God damn, it's going to be type the shit in like I'm a goddamn animal. Jim Cornette. Yeah, boom. Uh, Jim Cornette used to be a, or I guess he still is, a wrestling manager. Remember wrestling back in the day? I ain't watched wrestling in so fucking long. Um, now that UFC exists, I can't like bring myself to watch people fake fight. And uh, also, they're always so angry all the time. It's like, just calm down. Smoke some weed, dudes. Talk it out like adults. Like they always have so much to prove to each other. You insulted my mama. Now I gotta kill you. Just relax, dude. Your mama's fine. Anyway, uh, back in the 80s, Jim Cornette was like a wrestling dude. His gimmick was like he was like this rich kid who was this inept manager. And he carried a tennis racket around with him. And he used to smack people in the head with tennis rackets to help his crew cheat and shit. And uh, now he's in his late 50s. And he... uh I guess he was doing some announcing for the NWA, which is the National Wrestling Alliance, and he said some racist shit. So we're going to go into that. I've uncovered even more footage. I don't know if you guys have heard it or not. It might be new to some of you guys, but like, if you thought the jokey toe was racist, man, there are some audio of him out there that's full fucking on racist. Like, inward, inward, inward. Just wait. We'll play it for you guys. Before we do, let's talk about the podcast. If you guys want to support the show, it would be most appreciated. Patreon.com for slash podcast. And uh, we're up to $960 a month. Fuck yeah. Really appreciate the 124 patrons that are supporting the show. It means a lot. As always, most of the money goes to the Human Society of Mississippi Animal Sanctuary, where we go to the shelters and we rescue cute-ass dogs and kittens that they're about to murder because there's too many of them. Fuck, you guys need to go out there and rescue some dogs yourself, please. They're being put down all the time and they just need good homes. I got to stop talking about coming cry. Fuck it, Dusty. Don't start with the show crying, all right? And also, I have merchandise on Teesprings. Teesprings, I uh, got some cool shirts. I don't actually own any of these shirts because I can't afford them. But buy some of these shirts so I can actually see what they look like. Somebody, oh, fuck it. Somebody sent me a picture of them wearing a T-shirt. And I forgot to save it. I have to look it up for the next show. And uh, so anyway, Teespring podcast. Go check that shit out. And as always, best way to support the show instantly. Super chat. Slide blood of the show. No questions, Dot. Every question answered. You know how it works, little dollar sign down there where you chat and you click it and you tip me. 
and I'll read your shit, and we'll all laugh and have hilarious fun together. And uh, Ann Aspech, always the first one to super chat me. Love me some Ann Aspech. She's like, hey, Dusty, welcome back. I rewatch your podcast with Atheist are the New N-Word and died laughing. Your reactions are priceless. And yes, that video is suboptimal. Not amazing. Definitely not amazing. I don't know what I was thinking. I do know what I was thinking. But uh, it was nothing good. Just stupid shit. And all I can do is own up to that shit. Hey, I got a little one from Vicky Western. Vicky's my buddy from Denver. Went and hung out with Vicky at a Comic-Con one year. It was pretty cool. Just want to send some appreciation for the show and the rescue. Hey, I really appreciate that, Vicky. Like we were talking about earlier, I got to come out to Denver and hang out with you guys and have dinner sometime. Got to make an excuse to get out there. Got to quit being such a, a shut-in. Rarely fucking leave my house anymore. Like, when you look this good, you should share this with the world, right? But I don't. I just keep this out of my fucking self. And it's a goddamn crime against humanity. So... Really appreciate that. More super chats throughout the show, please. Really appreciate it. It means a lot. I'm like, I just want to say how honored I am to be doing this show. I'm going to have to probably uh, focus less time on the show in the future and, and focus more on shorter videos because the ratings are not doing what they should be doing. But I'm still going to do the show and I'm still having such a great time hanging out with you guys. Like, you guys are so cool. I, I, I'm so proud to have an audience I'm not embarrassed of anymore. And uh, it, it means a lot to me. Shut up, Dusty. It's literally my job to talk, man. You're watching the wrong show if you want to see me shut up. And uh, anyway, he's talking about shut up, Tony Ellis. I guess that's a wrestling thing, probably. That I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in on because I don't watch it anymore. Like, uh, I don't know. The UFC just ruined that shit for me. Can't watch people pretend to fight. I know that's not what it's all about. I know wrestling's about the entertainment value. It's a soap opera for men and whatnot. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. But at the same time, if I want to watch people fight, I'd rather just watch a fucking fight, you know? So, uh, I will put my dog down. Well, you're not a very good person. I know you're just kidding. But at the same time, don't make me cry, motherfuckers. I don't want to cry right now. Um, anyway, let's talk about some Jim Cornette. So, uh... Apparently, he got a gig with the NWA as an announcer. And the crazy part is, I thought it was live that he said this shit. And it wasn't even live. He, uh, it was, like, pre-recorded. And somehow, they didn't edit this out in some shit. Like, I have no idea what the fuck they were thinking. Um, so, I'll play you what he said. Let me put my fucking headphones on and whatnot. Boom. Haha, yeah. Alright, so uh, they was having some wrestling matches there on the NWA, and uh, he made this really, really outdated racist joke, uh, similar to the jokes you would hear back in the 80s before people knew better. They still knew better, but, like, there wasn't as much accountability back then, and the dude is definitely still stuck in a bygone era and has not uh, evolved himself very much. So here's what he said. This seriously is he is he might shoot. Trevor Murdoch, he's mad, bad, and dangerous to know. He's the only man I've ever known that can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride a motor scooter across Ethiopia. Trevor Murdoch can take care of himself. So, oof. Trevor Murdoch is the only person I know who can strap a bucket of fried chicken on his back and ride across Ethiopia. You know, this is a bad joke on a different couple different levels. For one, it's like the joke is, uh, they're starving, yo. Isn't that hilarious? How they'll kill you because they're starving over there. It's kind of punching down, right? Not the greatest. And of course, obviously, he's talking about a primarily black group of... Would you... God damn it. Fucking loading shit up. Cats are stepping on my shit. Loading shit up. Don't load my shit up. And, uh... And of course, it's the uh, the whole fried chicken stereotype. God damn it. All right, I'm just going to leave that run in the background. I hope it doesn't fuck my show up too much. 
My VR is popping up. Uh, so obviously the fried chicken thing is a a well attired old trope, and uh, you know black people be liking fried chicken, yo, and they're starving and all that. It's just it's stupid. Like this is a similar thing that my racist ass when I was growing up. Yes, I was racist growing up because I grew up in Mississippi, and it wasn't even something you thought about. It was just something that was normal. You hang around your white friends to, you know, say the N-word and talk about black folks and didn't really realize how cringy and, and ridiculous and, and disgusting that was until I got older, you know, but it was just normal. And so that's the kind of jokes you would tell, you know, when I was a kid. They told a similar joke when I was a kid, a little, slightly less racist. I think it was something along the lines of, uh, did you hear about the Ethiopian that fell into the alligator pit? He ate three of them before they got him out of there, which is much less racist. It's still, you know, playing on the trope that... You know, they're starving over there, which is not amazing. But uh, I think the worst part of this whole thing was his response to it. Like, he could have easily just apologized in a, in a way that, you know, was meaningful. But instead, he was like, that wasn't racist. That wasn't racist. It's, y'all. it's a starvation joke, not a racism joke. You know, I could have said sushi, but I use fried chicken because it's funnier and it's not racist. I'm a, and like I said, I'm going to play you another clip in a minute that will show you Jim Cornette is racist. Dude is fucking racist. People were like leaving comments before I started this show going, what he said wasn't racist. He's not racist. He's racist. You'll see. You'll see. You'll be able to defend him in a minute. You can defend him now. Get it all out of your system. But in a minute, you'll be like, okay, yeah, that's it. He's racist. Uh, but anyway... He basically said, I'm not even really sorry about it. It's a starvation joke, not a race joke, Cornette said. Whether it's a good joke or bad joke, it was a joke that has been told on TBS, USA Network, broadcast television station across America over a variety of locations for the past 30 years. Yeah, 30 years ago, dude. And that's no excuse. He's basically like, well, the rest of the world is racist. This has always been a racist country. Why am I getting in trouble for being racist? Because uh, you should, right? We're evolving our society and these things that used to be acceptable, they shouldn't have been acceptable, but they, but they were because the society was more racist then and it's becoming slowly less racist. It's, not, it's still very, very racist, but less racist than it was and it's a good thing that we're calling this shit out, right? And he says, I'm not that sorry because it was a joke. It's just jokes, bro. Hell yeah. Mark Henry wasn't happy. Don't think it's all Mark Henry. Those sexual chocolate. He'll slap the taste out of your fucking mouth, motherfucker. You don't even know. Uh, anyway, but this goddamn feedback was above and beyond offense. I didn't mean it to race and brain for fuck's sake. So, like, literally all you had to say, dude, all you had to say was, look, what I said was so fucking stupid. I- I'm in my late 50s, and obviously I still have some old holdbacks in my brain from a cringy era, and I haven't evolved my thinking process as much as I should have. And, like, I understand now how stupid this fucking joke was and how racist it was. And look... I'm going to change my behavior. And so all of you people that are mad about me, mad at me out there, I understand why you're mad at me. But I'm hoping that with my change in behavior, over time, you will see that I really have changed and you will be able to forgive me. And I understand if you can't forgive me right now. I understand if you never forgive me. But just know I understand how bad this was. And I'm changing my behavior. I'm, I'm, I'm updating my operating system in my brain. I'm going to be a better human being going forward in the future. That's all I had to say, right? But nah. Like, these assholes had to double down. It wasn't racist. You're the racist for thinking it's racist. Or just whatever stupid shit he's fucking thinking in his goddamn brain. So anyway, uh, let's play some real racist shit. Here's a little interview he did. Um, so all you people telling me that Jim Cornette is not racist. Let's see what you think after you hear this. Hit it, Jim. So now, 
the fucking uh, security guards were all diving in after Jimmy, and now they're trying to help their friend. Well, Killer, I think, is the one that dove in and just threw everybody away and grabbed Jimmy and pulled him out. <laughs> it never lasts long. And uh, so Brian Matthews, that's when Brian Matthews walks by and says, what do you want me to do? I said, what do I want? I said, get that fucking nigger out of here. That's what I want you to do. Oh, when he saw it, when he heard nigger. Boy, now he's just double tight. I said, yes, that's right, God damn it. Because if I see something that makes somebody mad, and it's somebody that I want to make mad, I will work on that point. <laughs> but I wasn't even talking to him. I'm like, here's the show that's falling down around our ears. There's a big fight going on. What the fuck? Matthew says something to me. I think he's a fucking nigger out here. That's what I want you to do. Well, that goes for me. I'm just fine. Fuck you, you. I guess you are a nigger. You see another one around here. Etc. Etc. Fucking drag him off. Security guards tell him to go to his room. Boy, isn't that great? Usually when he, get, when he gets dragged out of a wrestling match by the cops, you usually go to jail. And when, but when it's on a college campus, they tell you to go to your room. They <laughs> punch you. This, but, but yet when we get the porch, it's paid for. It's a race drive. It's fucking ambulances. People screaming. You know. <laughs> nobody, one guy got hit. Nobody got hurt. We used to have better shit than that happen twice or three times a night at a car that didn't out. Big fuck shit like that happens at wrestling shows all the time. See, that's what the point is. Who knew? Who knew this shit was going to be made out of? The point is, damn it, 500 years ago we fucked with some people and the rest of us should pay every penny that we have for the rest of our lives to make up for it. Race relations. I don't care whether you're black, brown, purple, green, pink polka dots or whatever. Anything can be wrong except you cannot be wrong if you have been discriminated against in the past or if you're by a family or ancestors or whatever. Yep. So, where are you defending him out there? Come on, defend it to me now, motherfuckers. Where you at? That's a racist-ass shit. Sounds like a YouTuber from 2016, right? Same old thing. Oh, my God. You can't even say the N-word anymore. Goddamn political correctness. So, yeah, this guy should have been nowhere near the announcing table, in my opinion. You know, they should have never hired him to begin with. But uh, I, guess, I guess it's not very surprising, considering the guy that hired him, I guess, is a guy named uh, Lagana, who I'm going to call Lasagna, because that's what I call Lasagna. So, uh, Lasagna apparently has some uh, history of, po- of retweeting some problematic shit, right? This is the guy, I guess this is the guy that runs the NWA. Uh, he's was uh, fucking posting Gad Sad with uh, fingers pointing down at it. Like, yep, this shit is so right. Every single area of human excellence that had been governed by an ethos of meritocracy is being parasitized by the cancerous ethos of diversity, inclusion, and equity. It's like, yeah, diversity is the problem, right? That's the real problem, y'all. No, it's not the billionaire class sucking every goddamn dime out of our system, right? It's not people suffering due to lack of health care. You know, it's not the government accelerating global warming. None of that. It's diversity. It's the black folks, yo. That's what you really need to be worried about. So this guy's a fucking obvious, huge goddamn shithead. Um, so anyway, not surprised to see that he hired Jim Cornette and he allowed that to go in the air without editing it out. Just a... Complete fucking clusterfuck. I'm glad I don't fucking watch wrestling anymore. I don't know. Just over that fucking shit. So anyway, what we got to say here? Where are you Jim Cornette fans out there to defend him to me? 
Uh, all right, Catalina's on the job. I see you getting rid of the trolls. Good to see you, Catalina. I was worried about you. Happy to see that I have a good moderator tonight. Uh, let's see what you got here. SJW. I know, right? SJW's ruined everything. Big yikes. Absolutely. And Gad and kind of sad. Gad and extremely sad. He's sad because he's not really a full-fledged member of the intellectual dark web. He's like a mascot. So He's so bloody licking his own butt, I know, right? Trash, Jim Cornette. Trash, trash, trash. That's all he fucking is, in my opinion. But, like I said, all he had to do was, uh, was thank you for explaining. No problem, if you're talking to me. All he had to do was, like, apologize in any normal way, but these guys can never fucking do it because they can't get out of their, they can't pull their head out of their own asses for five seconds to realize they're racist. Right? No one wants to believe that you're racist, but, you know, like I said it before, I think everybody is kind of racist to a degree. It's just the degree of your racism. And, like, I believe that even I have uh, biases that make me racist. Now, you might say, well, what are those biases, Dusty? Well, I don't know. If I knew what they are, I would try to tackle them. But I'm sure that I have them because I continuously discover new biases that I didn't know I have. And I try to tackle them, which makes me believe that I probably have plenty of other biases, you know. So, just have to... Put your ego aside and realize that you are imperfect, that we are all programmed imperfectly, and we all are works in progress that we need to, you know, evolve. And egotistical maniacs just simply cannot do that. I think he's probably one of them. Yep, hit the thumbs up, folks. Like the video. Very important for the algorithm. All a guy that YouTube cares about is engagement. UFC is better. Yeah, UFC's got its problems, too, but at least they don't, like, outright say racist shit, as far as I can tell, for the most part. Um... God sad, even has sad puppy dog guys. Yeah, I gotta feel bad for that guy. Fuck you, Dusty! Okay, is that an invitation? Maybe later. Send your pictures in the DM. I wanna see some dick pics. I am very imperfect. I know, right? I'm so fucking imperfect all the time. I'm amazed at how shitty of a human being I am. But I'm like working on it. At least I'm working on it. It's about all you can do. Uh, Corny is a boomer that can't take, admit his past views and words are wrong and willing to accept responsibility for sex. And yeah, exactly. So many of the boomers are the same way. Cult of Dusty, can you sum up your YouTube journey since the days of uh, the, ama what was that? the Amazing Atheist, etc. for an old fan that recently returned? Did you go right-wing for a while? I don't know if I went right-wing for a while. I've always been kind of uh, on the left. But there was a time I was pissed off at the DNC because of how they treated Bernie. And so, what are you guys doing? So I was more open to, like, Donald Trump. Um, I was kind of, I had people like the amazing atheists saying that Donald Trump was going to push the Republican party to the left, which I don't know why I believe that. I was just, it's cause I didn't, I, I hadn't really researched Donald Trump properly at that point and his uh, issues and stances and whatnot and policies he was trying to push. And so I was just kind of open to it cause I was so pissed off at the DNC. So there was like a month or two where I didn't, I wasn't, I never made any videos supporting Donald Trump, but I was more, you know, open to shitting on Hillary and and open to him being president. And then I went out and started researching his policies and what he was going to do. And I was like, holy shit, this dude's literally the most conservative politician in my lifetime. If he does what he says he's going to do, that's going to be a fucking nightmare. So then I came out pretty hard against it. And I started uh, calling out all the, uh, or not, I didn't even call it out that hard. I just, I very politely sort of called out all the uh, alt-right. At the time it was called the alt-right. I would call it the alt-light now. But all the alt-light and alt-right talking points that were being uh, spread by the skeptic, septic community. And I was like, nope, I can't have anything to fucking do with that. You know, it was around the time where a shoe on head was hanging out with Lauren Southern and everybody was saying, telling her this is a white supremacist you're hanging out with. 
You know, she's going on Dave Rubin and she's telling Dave Rubin that the Jews are responsible for white supremacist organizations and shit like that. And uh, it was when Armored Skeptic was going on his channel and spreading the white supremacist conspiracy theory that Antifa was actually more violent than white supremacists were, which is fucking insane. And so I started calling on that shit out. And then, of course, I got canceled. I got canceled by fucking everybody over that. Everybody made videos shitting on me. They were like, don't listen to Dusty. He's old. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's only saying this to get attention. He's only saying this because he just wants to be relevant. But nope, it actually made me much less relevant. Actually got me much less attention because, you know, I would have got way more attention if I'd have just jumped on the bandwagon and done what you motherfuckers were doing and cashed in on it. But I couldn't do it because I didn't believe in it. So anyway, that's the answer to that question, hopefully. Um, in a nutshell, TJ is delusional. Uh, I mean, TJ's could be all right sometimes. Mm, I just think TJ's will just do anything to be popular for money. That's why I keep it. But that's what they accuse me of. So I guess that's probably unfair for me to say the exact same thing about him that they say about me. Um, anyway, no one listened. I know no one listened, but uh, what you going to do, right? That's, that's how history is a lot of times. People that tell the truth, the truth to the whistleblowers, they get shit on and the people that behave poorly are rewarded for it, and it can make you really depressed, but you just kind of, you, you can't let it. You just have to be okay with the fact that you did the right thing as far as, you know, I don't even know if what I did was the right thing, but it was the right thing as far as I know it to be, and that's a, that's about as good as you can do, right? Uh, let's see, Super Chats. Let me read the Super Chats. All right, got a few more Super Chats. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, Patrick Butler. Hope you guys have a good one. Gonna have me some turkey and dressing, even though uh, I might I might cheat on my vegetarianism just a little bit, just to have a little bit of turkey, because my mom's dressing is so fucking moist, and it just needs a little dry turkey just to balance it all out. It's like the forest. It's all about goddamn balance, right? So we'll see what happens. Uh, Sup? Are you going to talk about South Park? Uh, no. I heard they did some transphobic shit, but I don't know. South Park, is it still relevant? It's like The Simpsons at this point. It's just dull to me. Those guys have always been kind of asshats as far as I'm concerned. Sci-fi dollars. If you hunted demons, what kind of breathing style would you have? Also, trans rights. A uh, breathing style? I didn't realize you had to have a certain breathing style to hunt demons. I'd probably just breathe normally, but uh, I don't know. That'd be cool to hunt demons. I'd be excited if they existed because that would mean the supernatural exists, and that would be way more exciting than what I'm having to deal with right now on this planet. So it would explain a lot. But anyway. Victoria cutting down five dollars. Here's some money. It's for the animals to have a happy Thanksgiving. I appreciate that. We already bought them some uh, Christmas presents. They have these these Walmart. They have these giant fucking uh, candy cane dog shoe things. They're like I can't even show you because my hands won't even fit. But we got them a whole bunch of those things, and we got them all new cages. Uh, and of course, I just built the two thousand uh, dollar play area that they spend most of the day in now. So they're all pretty fucking happy. Doing a good job with that. And I really appreciate that. We're putting the money to good use. I think. Beast Nation, $2,019. Thank you, Beast Nation. Hey, remember that time I recommended Cornette on your show? Yes, I do remember that. I was told that he went on the Drunken Peasants, which I'm not surprised to hear about at all. My bad. Took me till a month ago to realize that Jim is just another one of those non-PC types, and clearly he's on his boomer shit. Yeah, they're all the fucking same. You know, everyone of them. Oh, my God. This is the real problem. You know what the real problem in society is? Trans people. That's what you should be afraid of. Nope. No, thank you. I see right through that bullshit. Uh, $2 from Sinai. How dare you ask that guy to not be terrible? I know, right? It's PC culture. It's destroying anything. You can't even make jokes anymore. Yeah, you, can. you can make any joke you want to as long as you're willing to live with the repercussions of your actions, right? 
Anyway, more super chats if you can, please. Be nice. If not, that's cool too. It's all good. Make sure you like the video, though. That's really important. Let me look for my name here. Spanky Weasel. What's up, Spanky Weasel? You are still famous. Oh, God. I've never been famous. I hope not. I never really... I say I never really want to be famous. There was a time, like, when I was younger, I thought being famous would be cool. But, like, I ain't really tried to be famous in a while because it, it just ain't for me. I just don't have what it takes to be famous. You have to be a certain kind of person. But YouTube famous, yep, that's not the same thing. Same goes for Shu, Armor, Dune. Well, they're more famous than I am. She's like 800,000 subscribers. She's way more famous. And Ben Demtool. Demtool is way more famous than I am. He's a millionaire now. They made him a millionaire for nothing. Difference is, you came back around. You were the biggest and best YouTuber in our books. I appreciate that. That part is true. I'll give you that one. I agree. I still watch the old videos of the Cult of Dusty. Very interesting. I know I changed a lot, but I still, you know, a lot of what I used to say is still right. But, you know, some of it was cringy. That's how it always is, though, when you grow. Hopefully, you grow as a person and uh, you try to evolve your way of thinking. And a lot of things you said in the past are embarrassing. And the best you can do is, you know, just admit it and own up to it. Don't try to, like, sweep it under the rug and, and all that shit. Uh, just, you know, say, yep, I was dumb. It's a teachable moment. I think that's the best you can do with it. Uh, all right. Well, let's continue on with the show. What else we got to talk about here tonight? Uh, boom. Let's see what's over here. Uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, oh, God, the Daily Wire, which is uh, Ben Shapiro's rag organization. And so he has all these uh, all these other right-wingers on here that have podcasts and shit. And this motherfucker literally criticizing Mr. Rogers. What kind of piece of shit do you have to be to criticize Mr. Rogers? One of the greatest humans to ever fucking live. These people know no goddamn shame. Let's listen to this motherfucker. Those of you who don't recall it, the Mr. Rogers show was absolutely intolerable unless you happened to be a three-year-old or a mom who needed to show. plant her three-year-old in front Lord, of the TV dude. while she took a cigarette break. Fred Rogers modeled decency and Christian values, which is great, but he also modeled a misguided form of Christian manhood that looks so much like metrosexual wimpiness, it's really difficult to tell. Was Mr. Rogers a metrosexual? What the fuck are you even talking about? He wasn't a metrosexual. He was like the awesome stepdad who was understanding and sweet. These dudes, god damn it, talking about fucking evil. Look at this evil motherfucker. The difference. The Christ who cleansed the Jerusalem temple and who faced the full power of church and state with an unmovable commitment to the truth was never that man. He was instead a steely man of integrity oh, who was god. willing to sacrifice everything to say what needed to be said and to do what needed to be done. Christ literally went around healing people for free, telling people to sell all their shit, be kind and nice to each other. What are you talking about? Mr. Rogers was incredibly Christ-like. It's just, it's this American version of Christ that they have. They, they really believe that if he was alive today, he'd walk around with AR-15s and murder people. Just insane. Are we teaching that sort of manhood to today's young men? Hopefully, or yes. Are we teaching them that if they boldly speak the truth, they will be marked down by the professors if they are not crushed by an angry mob created and controlled by power-hungry authorities. Listen, they, these are the people that always complain about other people playing the victim, and all they fucking do is play the victim. These rich, white assholes who the world was literally created for. You're not a victim, dude. It's so sad. There's nothing more pathetic than having the entire society created a kowtow to you and still playing the goddamn victim. And then at the same time, accusing other people of doing that. You know? It's just... It's so fucking transparent and frustrating. These people are successful. Don't you? Get away from my computer. Get. I'm going to come over there. No, get. God damn it. They're going to reset my fucking computer. Get the fuck off my computer. 
I need something to throw at this cat that won't hurt it. Hopefully it won't reset my computer. If it does, I guess I'll be right back. I need to cat-proof my fucking computer. I have not done that yet. I have failed. You are so cute. Please do not reset my computer. I'm going to be so pissed. We're talking about some important shit right now. Anyway, let's finish this shit up where he uh, tells the nation that we need more people in it, like John Wayne, who was a foul racist. The answer to that question is obvious. Men, real men, are tough because life is dangerous. Men cultivate strength and use that strength for good because some men will use it for evil. Men speak plainly. I got to get this cat away from here real quick. Hang on a second. Cat! my little star how about that yeah look at this look what i got fuck yeah i got a cute little kitty are you jealous you ought to be i do my little kitty therapy right in the middle of the fucking show yeah i know all right go fuck off for a little while go fuck off find just something to do that doesn't involve being around my goddamn computer greatest podcast in the history of mankind how can you get any better than this folks professional as fuck gonna take a break to scare cats off How's my hair? Perfect. Fuck yeah, it is. All right. Now, I gotta get everything reset. Gotta get my microphone reset. Boom. Did it. Awesome show, Dusty. I know, right? <clears throat> Fuck yeah. All right. Let's listen to this asshole finish up and talk about how awesome John Wayne was, even though John Wayne was a racist shithead. Because the truth is the one and only thing that will set you free and keep you free. A nation full of lovable Mr. Rogers is a nation suitable for four-year-olds and three-year-olds who are controlled by soft-spoken, sweet-talking, all-powerful government authorities. If you really want to have a beautiful day in your neighborhood, call John Wayne. Yeah, call John Wayne. That's what you want to do. What a fucking stretch. Watching Mr. Rogers is going to make you want a nanny state. Make you want some government. You got to stay away. Yeah, you got to stay away from my computer, dude. I know. You want to bite me? You want to bite me? I'll bite you back. You don't even fucking know. Go play. Go play somewhere else. There's a whole fucking house to play in, goddammit. I think I'll play around my computer. Anyway. So this is John Wayne. Uh, a direct quote from John Wayne. Let's see if somebody somebody put it down here. Um, they did, but I can't find it, so we'll go up here and read off the damn website. I believe in white supremacy, John Wayne, notorious 1971 Playboy article. Yeah, let's see what he had to say. Uh... God damn it. All right. Anyway, he's like, white supremacy good. Black people ain't educated enough to uh, be in control of anything. So until that changes, I am uh, for white supremacy. That's what these guys who work the Daily Wire want. No, Mr. Rogers. Racism. Racism now. Racism forever. And uh, not surprised to see that's uh, Ben Shapiro's rag outfit, right? And imagine these guys. These motherfuckers are the ones constantly talking about manliness. Like... Or any one of these guys fucking... Is Ben Shapiro a manly man? In any sense of the goddamn word, is he a manly man? Is this guy in a manly... Are any of these people manly? Hell no. I'm not a manly man either, but I'm more manly than goddamn Ben Shapiro is. It's absolutely ridiculous. It's like how Paul Joseph Watson, one of the most feminine men in the history of goddamn mankind, constantly talking about soy boys and the lack of masculinity. It's just... It, it, the hypocrisy is like almost more than I can stand, but I can stand it because it's sort of funny to make fun of. Um, and of course, Ben Shapiro still hasn't commented on the Stephen Miller situation. Remember Stephen Miller? 
who is Trump's right-hand man, one of the lead advisors of the Trump presidency, and it came out that he is a white supremacist, shared over 900 emails with Breitbart, you know, the publication of the alt-right, according to their own fucking words, and most of it was about immigration and taking directly from white supremacist websites. But of course, Ben Shapiro's not going to fucking mention that. He did mention, you know, back in 2017, Miller knows what he's talking about on immigration. Yeah, sure. You know, all his immigration talking points he was getting from white supremacy uh, outlets. Yeah, he sure knows what he's talking about. Most members of the media simply don't. So still hasn't fucking talked about that shit yet. Still hasn't commented on that. Still hasn't corrected the record in any way. And that's what these motherfuckers do, right? It's all goddamn one-sided. It's not that, it's not that they just lie outright. They do that. But it's not just that they just outright lie. It's about what they choose to cover and what they choose not to cover. That that's where you can find a lot of the racism in how they frame everything, the narrative they try to spread. And you might remember in our last show, I played the clip where Ben Shapiro was literally saying that even if you know somebody is a Nazi, you shouldn't boycott them. You should not even think about what a business is doing or what they're thinking. You know, when it comes to Nazis, that's the way he feels. But uh, here's Ben Shapiro. I canceled my Sports Illustrated subscription after 16 years last year because of the leftist politics. So if it's a Nazi, nah, don't boycott them. But if you have lefty politics in any way, even according to Ben Shapiro, boycott, boycott. It's just a different set of rules for these guys, right? Just anything that they can say to defend the white supremacist power structure in this country, they'll do. Probably the, the Sports Illustrated was speaking out against it a little bit. And you can't have that, right? Got to make sure the status quo. Don't go. Stay away from my computer, little shit. Got to maintain the status quo, though. They're status quo warriors. That's what we really should be fighting against. All of you motherfuckers should be angry at all the anti-SJWs who sold you this bill of good that SJWs were the greatest threat to our society when you should, when they should, from the very fucking beginning, have been fighting against these status quo warriors. These people who want nothing more than to make sure the white supremacy power structure is maintained in this country because that's where they get their power from. That's what made them rich, and that's what they adore. They should have been our enemy, and the rich billionaires should have been our enemy from fucking number one. But no, they had you convinced that it was fucking slam poets, that it was fucking lesbians, and that it was somebody being triggered. Oh my God, look how triggered this lefty is. They're the greatest threat to society. You should be angry at these motherfuckers. Most of you are not. Um, maybe most of you are. Most of their fan base are not, though, because they're pathetic. But at least we can fucking make fun of them, so that's pretty cool. And then Ben Shapiro got out there, speaking of... Status quo warriors, people that are just doing nothing but trying to maintain the status quo. They're trying to make you afraid of things that you shouldn't be afraid of. Things that are not important whatsoever, that have no effect on the vast majority of your lives. And one thing they've really honed in on, it make you, boomer bait is what they call it. it. Make the boomers, boomer's just a mindset. Boomer is a generation, I understand that. But also on the internet, it's considered more of a mindset. And so this boomer bait is meant to scare people who have this boomer mindset. And it's meant to distract you. Distract you from the actual things that affect your life, you know, like lack of health care, global warming, and things that are actually important by making you afraid of these boogeymen. One of the main boogeymen they keep picking on is transgender people, right? Oh, my God, transgender people, so scary, so horrific. It's the same thing they did to gays. And before that, they did the same thing to blacks, and they did the same thing to Jews, and they, before that, they did the same thing to women. They've always had these scapegoats to, to, to fearmonger over, to distract you from the real issues. So here he is basically claiming that if we don't allow uh, conversion therapy for transgender people, the next thing you know, they're going to be taking away your children. Evil lefties. If you try to make sure your boy stays a boy and your girl stays a boy, a girl, they're going to fucking take your kids from you. They're going to call Child Protective Services. Absolutely fucking ridiculous. Listen to this asshole. It's not 
a conversion. It's not a conversion. Okay, you are what you are. Unlike sexual orientation, where your feelings are the actual thing at issue, when it comes to gender identity, what is at issue is that your feelings are at odds with your actual biology. Right? This is a very different thing. Sexual orientation and gender identity are not the same in a variety of ways, including the fact that gender identity is inextricably connected with your biology and your biology is reflected in your gender identity. And pretending that when the two are at odds, that this is not a big problem is ridiculous. Yeah. Sexual preference is also directly connected to your biology, right, Ben? You know, if I wasn't a man attracted to another man, our biologies are the same. That's what makes me gay to begin with. It's connected in the same fucking way, you goddamn moron. When it comes to sexual orientation, again, your feelings are your feelings, but they are not at odds with your biology. Okay, when, your gender, when, you're, when you are saying that your identity is in direct conflict with your biological sex, that is not a conversion attempt to say your biological sex exists and you need to change your thinking about your biological sex. That's absurd. Hey, Turpin said, we hope our findings contribute to ongoing legislative efforts to ban gender identity conversion efforts. In other words, the study was done explicitly with this goal in mind. And as it turns out, like many studies that are done with a specific end in mind, the study happens to be a piece of crap. It was published with vast coverage in the media just last week in the J in the or, or in September in the JAMA, the journal JAMA Psychiatry. These were researchers affiliated with Harvard University and Massachusetts General Hospital. They also happen to be professionals who are associated deeply with the LGBTQ cause. There are a bunch of problems with this study. And there's a good deconstruction of this study by a professor of sociology named Mark Regnerus. The biggest problem with the study is that it is a self-defined survey. In other words, it's an opt-in. Okay, so it was a survey that went out to a bunch of people so who were boring. deliberately identified as people who had relationships with transgender, with transgender causes. So it's basically like sending a survey to activists. Oh, they didn't say it there. Fuck. I guess it got cut off. And the other one, he says basically that if we don't allow a gender conversion therapy, they're going to come for your children. Uh, where's the second part of that? Anyway, I'm not even going to play it because he's so fucking boring. But anyway, they're just trying to fucking distract you folks, distract you with this goddamn minutia. Like this, for example. Lies, lies, damnable lies. Time to burn it all down. Yeah, let's burn it down. These fucking liberals. Basically... This 10-year-old transgender boy is starting a dating website for trans children. That's right. Definitely true, isn't it? No. No, no, it's not true. He started a club for transgender people. You know, it says right here, the House of... God damn it. The House of Amazing site will be a no-parent zone designed to invite gender-fluid and trans-curious minors into an encouraging and safe online community for drag kids to connect with each other. Not a dating site whatsoever. Just a safe place where you go and talk to other people who are like-minded without having to feel like you're going to be attacked. Nothing to do with fucking dating whatsoever. No thanks, fuck off website. But of course, they have to have this uh, headline. 10-year-old transgender boy starting a dating website. And then the reactionaries got to get on Twitter and be like, burn it all down. Destroy the universe over this shit. 2001 likes. Fear-mongering. That's all they want to do. Distract you. Distract you with their fear. And they are the most miserable motherfuckers on the planet. This is going around now where they're freaking out. The testosterone is being sucked from our men right before our eyes. It's literally just a guy dancing around with the sun to Frozen. I mean, the most wholesome shit. It looks fun as fuck. Like, what? 
what is unmanly about this? It, it seems to me, like if anything, this is more manly because he's obviously so comfortable in his manhood that he's not afraid to, you know, put on a dress and dance around with the sun. I'm assuming that's his son. But, uh, but of course, you know, 6,000 likes. People are like, oh my God, society's being destroyed. Like they are getting a lot of pushback, as they should. But, you know, this is toxic masculinity, folks. They want you to believe that there's only one way to be a real man. you got to be so stoic and tough and never dress in a fucking dress, right? Oh, my God, that somehow makes you less manly. That somehow sucks your testosterone out. Uh... We're about to show a study in a minute that shows that actually eating meat is bad. Not bad for your testosterone, necessarily, but bad for uh, your hard-ons. I'll show you in a minute. But they just keep doing the same shit over and over again, distracting people with this transgender nonsense, with, uh, you know, the fear-mongering, the really important stuff. And here's another one, Matt Walsh. Remarkable video. First, the cross-dressing boy. It's a girl. You fucking dipshit. Gloating that sh- he, I, I'm, he's, he, Matt Walsh, is misgendering her. But uh, So I'm just reading what he's saying. But, you know, they can't, they can't have respect for fucking anybody, right? You, you don't live up to my standards. I'm not going to respect you. Why would I respect you? Gloating that he gets access to girls' locker rooms and then the girl in tears and terrified now that she has to change around boys. You really are just evil if you support this. Now, you're the evil one. You're totally fucking evil. The funny part is, like, before I even watched this video, I just assumed that this was the girl that he was talking about was crying about the transgender girl. But no, this is the transgender girl. Uh, I had to watch it to realize that. But look... I'll play it first, then we'll comment on it. Yeah, it passed. It passed. I'm I'm really hoping they vote for it. Uh, it's definitely going to be a a step forward in progress. Um, I'm I'm really excited if they vote for it. Uh, a bit nervous though, as as always. Just you never know. Um, but it's definitely a first step forward in, in many more steps. Uh, it's a great policy. Uh, unfortunately, it's not everything we want, such as talking about even even the small things like changing the name on your student ID, uh, which you're required to wear at all times. Um, so I'm really hoping that the district makes the right decision here and votes it. Yeah, it passed. It passed. And how does it make it feel? Oh, I'm I'm ecstatic. I, I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so are are they gloating? Is she gloating anyway? No, she's happy that she can actually use the changing room that matches her identity, right? It's actually a heartwarming thing. It's actually a very good thing, right? But no, she's gloating. Look how evil she is. No, she's just a nice girl. What the hell? She's just happy that society is finally catching up to the times. I feel uncomfortable that um, my privacy is being invaded. As I am a swimmer, I do change multiple times naked in front of the other students in the locker room. And um, I... I understand that the board has an obligation to all students, but um, I was hoping that they would go about this in a different way that would also accommodate, accommodate students such as myself. This is exactly the arguments that they made about segregation. You're going to let black girls come in the changing room? They'll be looking at me. I can't believe they did this. They're invading my privacy. It's exactly the fucking same thing. And like this girl, like this girl is only doing this. She's only doing this because she wants to see you naked. 
that, she, she's so nefarious and evil. That's the whole idea behind her plans. She's only pretending to be a girl because she wants to see you naked. I'm pretty sure you're fine. Okay? If you're really worried about people being sexually attracted to you in the locker room, I'm, I'm pretty sure you should be much more worried about lesbians, right? Are you trying to have any kind of laws passed where lesbians aren't allowed in the locker room with you? No, it's just transphobia. It's ridiculous. Just be, be accepting. Why do you have to be a piece of shit? Why? It's so easy just to be a good person. This girl's not hurting anybody. She just does, clearly, she doesn't feel comfortable going in the male locker room because that clearly does not match her identity in any way. And she just wants to go where she feels comfortable. What the fuck is wrong with you? And this person going to say that we're the evil ones? No, you're the fucking evil ones. You're making the exact same excuses that goddamn racist made over segregation. Fuck, dude. It's so transparent. But of course, this is just another one of those things that constantly have to fear monger and make you afraid of the transgender people. That's what you should be really afraid of. No, not any of the real things that are actually causing harm in society. This fake fucking bullshit. And another example of this shit, Peter Sweden. Just saw a man getting nail manicure here in Norway. Oh my god, a man got a nail manicure? So? Why is that a problem? I just... I, but the response... That's why the Muslims are conquering Europe with the help of the Marxist communists. The men get manicures and watch Netflix and some dude kicks a ball all day. Well, I don't see the problem. Like, what the fuck? These people are such goddamn snowflakes. They sit around and complain about fucking everything. Everything bothers them. A guy getting his nail done is fucking bothered. They got to thank Marxist communists for it. Clearly a Jordan Peterson fan. This is the... uh genius insight Jordan Peterson has brought to the debate. And uh, I guess I'll take a break and read the chats real quick. And then we're going to talk about some Glenn Beck a little bit. What we got to say up here? Um, all right. Oh, that's a, obviously a troll that I'm going to get rid of. Yeah, let's get rid of you. Uh, make sure that... Oh, no, that is definitely a troll. Hi, this user. You're back, and now you're gone. Fuck off. Fuck off, transphobe. Fuck off, trolls. You could literally be doing anything else in your life right now, and this is what you choose to do. That's how sad and pathetic you are. What a pathetic piece of shit. I'd feel bad for you if you weren't such a horrible human being. Are these high schoolers both girls? Yes. I think they're both high schoolers. That would be my guess. Um, I just feel bad if she blows up for being a bigot hit there. She's still young. She will hopefully change. Yeah, hopefully, you know. Hopefully that. People will be understanding and help educate her. Um, manicure is so common in Europe. I've never had a manicure because I bite my nails too much. But, like, I don't see anything unmanly about it. Not be a waste of money. But if you want to do that, who gives a shit? Do people give a fuck? It's so strange. All right. Dot Nerd, $10 Canadian. What's up, Dot Nerd? How you doing? Car liberals. Car liberals getting triggered. Yep, yep. They're the ones... Actually triggered by people. Just wanting freedom. Each side has their extremes, but the alt-right takes the cake. Yeah, I know. If you look at the extremes, though. I mean, even the worst of the worst, usually on the left. I mean, you have that guy that hit somebody with a bike lock. But on, on the right, they're like going to Walmart and murdering a dozen people. It's not even in the same universe as each other. So, yeah, they're definitely the, the snowflakes that they're whining about. Just hypocrites in the highest order. Breaking Bat, 499. Sorry I can't watch the show live tonight. I will have to watch tomorrow. Take my money. Much love. All right. Appreciate it. 
tune in tomorrow. Make sure you leave a comment. Really appreciate that. Awesome. Give me a heart. $1.99. Thank you. Awesome. Appreciate that. Hey, H.S. Ross, give me $50 Canadian. That's very kind, H.S. Ross. Sorry, I've been missing the live show. I'm donating on Patreon. Please don't cheat on vegetarianism, but consider getting a tofurkey or the like. Some Walmarts have them. Please don't contribute to torturing and killing turkeys just for the taste, pleasure. Okay. I guess I won't. I mean, they're going to have a turkey there anyway. Like, I guess they would eat it if I didn't, but my family is not vegetarian, so I can't make them be vegetarians. They're definitely going to cook a turkey regardless of what I say about it or not. So I'm just thinking, since they're already going to have it there, I could get a little bit. But okay, fine. You guilted me into it. And you gave me 50 bucks. So no turkey for me. Thanks a lot, H.S. Ross. Appreciate it, though. Have a happy Thanksgiving, man. Or a woman, as the case may be. Or other. Uh, brush the kitty while you talk. Uh, I should. The cat didn't want to be held, though. It was like, fuck you, Dusty. Uh, how dare you ask that guy to turn up? I read that already. All right, appreciate that. And now we're going to talk about a little Glenn Beck. All right, 50 minutes in the show. Doing good. Um, so Glenn Beck is back at it again. Apparently he had this woke period quote-unquote woke, where he was slightly better. I missed that. I was told that. But uh, now he's back fucking at it. Back with his uh, anti-Semitic conspiracy theories. That's not it. Where is it? Uh, I guess we'll come across it in a minute. Fuck, I didn't have it listed. Um, anyway, I guess we'll go back to Dave Rubin right quick. Man, Dave Rubin is about as pathetic as a fucking human being can, can be. What a goddamn sellout in every way. Charlie Kirk is like, I believe marriage is one man, one woman. Also, gay people should be welcome in the conservative, blah, blah, blah. Great work, Charlie. I will always defend your right to have your own personal beliefs as long as they don't trample on my individual rights. They're literally trying to trample on your rights, motherfucker. The whole reason they believe marriage is one man and one woman is because they want to have it legislated. It's exactly what conservatives have always done. What the fuck are you talking about? They are trying to trample on your freedoms. You fucking gay Uncle Tom. It's so ridiculous. What the fuck? And of course, I agree with classical liberal. Dave Rubin, who is gay married, is defending the argument that marriage should only be between one man and one woman as long as it doesn't trample on his rights. This is getting sad. It is, man. What a fucking sellout. Man, it's hard to believe that people were arguing with me for so long that Dave Rubin is not a fucking conservative. All right, well, I heard that. What the fuck are you guys doing over there? That ain't cool, dudes. Hopefully they're not fucking unplugging my internet access. I guess everything's still okay and going all right. Let's see. No, looks okay. All right. It's always fun having 90 cats around me at all times. Nailed it. So anyway, back to Dave Rubin. Remember Dave Rubin used to mock people who boycotted Chick-fil-A. And now he's fucking boycotting himself. He's like, hi, I'm Dave. I'm married to a dude and I eat chicken sandwiches whenever I want. Oh my God, what a rebel. Hey, be nice. Hey, you guys be nice to each other. Hey, I'm talking to you, asshole. I am fucking talking to you. Don't ignore me. Asshole. Fuck off. Leave her alone. Half stash, rats in the drills. But, dudes, don't make me fucking get up. I will turn this car around. You don't even fucking know. Anyway, such a rebel, Dave Rubin. Eat his chicken sandwiches. And he had to always point out he's gay. Would you guys please chill the fuck out for five goddamn minutes? Seriously. What the fuck? 
But I always got a point he's gay married, because you know, that's all part of his big brand. So you can't call me a fucking conservative, because I'm gay. It doesn't have anything to do with it. You don't know me. I'll take you down with me. I'm such a maverick. Ain't that with my Chick-fil-A? And, and then, of course, uh, Chick-fil-A says they're going to end donations. They've already, they've already turned around on this, though. They've already done a 180. Okay. You guys need to really chill the fuck out. That's all I know. Because uh, I got a live show to do here. Hey. Leave her alone, Stash. Stash. Leave her the fuck alone right now. Look at me. Don't look at her. Look at me. Stash. The fuck away. Fuck off. Fuck off. All right. Sorry about that. Stash is harassing CC. Poor CC. Fucking Stash just want that booty and he don't know how to go about it right. And it's not the proper way to do it. You got to treat her like a lady. Anyway, they've already basically turned around on this whole Chick-fil-A thing. Uh, they, they just said they, they will donate to anti-LGBTQ causes if they want to. So they already, you know, I knew that was going to happen. But uh, then immediately, of course, Dave Rubin is all pissed off about it. Typical hypocrisy from Dave Rubin. Y- y- you love to see it. And uh, same energy as this. I agree with Vadim. Chick-fil-A. It's like, oh my God. I'm a Chick-fil-A. Are you chick Look at him. You can see him holding his fucking phone with his face. Oh my God. Oh my God. I remember I used to cringy shit like that like six years ago. God damn it. I'm so embarrassed to think about that. And then, yep, there's Blair White. Same thing. Oh, my God. It's your tears I'm drinking. Chick-fil-A. And now he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, you gay right wicker. Dave Rubin tells Trump, you can call me a fag if you want to. I don't care. It has no bearing on my life. I've made it. So fuck everybody else that might be harmed. And, of course, here's uh, Blair White. Trigger and trannies. Yep. Not transphobic at all, Blair White. What an amazing human being she is. We should definitely be continuously to support her. That definitely makes life better for everybody, doesn't it? And uh, while we're at it, let's dunk on Ian Miles Wrong, the wrongest boy on the internet. Who uh, Matt Walsh is like, to be clear, rational disconnect, you believe that a young girl who doesn't want to be naked around a male is synonymous with a white bigot who doesn't want to share a bathroom with a black person. Uh, I sort of. I think a young... Would would you guys please stop for five fucking minutes? Good lord! Maybe Kelsey could come in here and take these fucking cats away. Because this is getting annoying. Stash, I'm about to whoop your ass, dude. You need to fucking calm that shit down. Enough. Fuck sex. Stash. Fuck off. Anyway. Um... And I am I wrong. It's like both the girl and the trans person are white, but somehow she's racist. She's not racist. It's an analogy, dude. They're just comparing the two things, right? Uh, anyway, I'm going to skip past this one because I'm already fucking distracted by these goddamn... Would you guys just chill the fuck out? God damn it. It's getting annoying. All right. Um, well, let's skip ahead a little bit. Let's get past all this Glenn Beck stuff. We're going to go into the Trump stuff. So this is how the whole fucking scam works. This is how it's always worked. Once you get old like I am, I'm an old motherfucker, you start to see these patterns repeat themselves over and over again. This is what they always fucking do. The tax cuts won't increase the deficits. The exploding deficit is very disturbing and is driven by Medicare, Social Security, and Medicaid. This is what they always fucking do. They, they, they claim that giving billionaires tax cuts is going to accelerate the economy. It's going to help decrease the deficit. Or it's not, at the very least, not going to increase it. And then when it doesn't do that, when the rich people just pocket all that money from themselves and the deficit continues to go up, which it has under Trump, it's gone up like more than it ever did under Obama, I believe. And, uh, and, and suddenly they start blaming Medicare and 
entitlement programs, you know, our, our social safety net that we need to take care of the most vulnerable in our society. And suddenly they want to cut that. There's always plenty of money for fucking billionaires, but once you want to help actual poor people, these evil fucking conservative assholes suddenly have a big problem with it. And it's the same thing they did under Reagan. It's the same thing they did under Bush Sr. It's the same thing they did under Bush Jr. It's the same thing they did under Trump. You know, it's just annoying that they continue to say the same shit over and over again and get away with it. I got a big fat ass on my goddamn keyboard here. Sorry, fat ass, but you got to get off the keyboard. I love you, though. You pretty. You a pretty girl, but your big fat ass is on my keyboard. Uh, all right, let's see where I'm at. Always on douche. All right, so anyway. So you want to know why the terrorists hate us? There's lots of reasons that they hate us. But one of the main reasons they hate us is for shit like this. You can literally commit war crimes now. And our president will pardon you for it. Our president won't even let you take responsibility for fucking war crimes. So our military now knows that they have carte blanche to do whatever the fuck they want to do. Come here, baby. Okay. Don't. Just knock my fucking lights over. That's cool, I guess. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for that. All right. They can literally get away with fucking war crimes now and will not be held accountable. And so other countries, they see that shit. They see that your military can literally come over there and kill civilians. They can pose with dead bodies and shit. And even if they're tried in the courts and found guilty, they still won't be held accountable because you're president. You dipshits elected would just let them fucking off. And uh, as Abby Martin says, sadistic monster Trump sends a clear message to U.S. troops everywhere. They can rape, torture, kill anyone with complete impunity. And that's exactly right. This stuff is 101 for recruiting terrorists. This is exactly what they fucking use. You know, see? See, see how evil the American government is? See how fucking evil they are? They don't hold anybody accountable. They can literally rape your daughters and they won't fucking do anything about it. So because Trump decided to go against what the military was trying to do, where they were trying to hold a few of their soldiers accountable, but Trump was like, no, fuck that. They can do war crimes. Who gives a shit? So uh, I guess the secretary of the military had to fucking resign, and he wrote this big old long letter that was basically like, uh, it was very polite and well-written, but it was basically like, Trump sucks, you know? Trump has gone against the spirit of what the military stands for and everything I believe in. I can no longer be a part of this, so he stepped down, you know? Rats leaving the sinking ship. It's hard to believe that anybody in the military would still support Trump at this point, but, but they do, sadly. I don't know what percentage of them do. I was told by some military guy the other day that most of them don't support him anymore. They just can't speak out against it because he is the commander-in-chief. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. But hopefully, hopefully more of them are waking up towards it. And so uh, then, the day after Trump declares that uh, the wealth inequality is much better than it used to be, they, well, day after Trump said inequality is down, federal data shows U.S. income inequality highest since census began measuring in the last, what, five decades, it is worse than it's ever fucking been. The rich are just insanely sucking more and more money out of the system. You know, they need bigger boats. They, they need bigger planes. They, they can never have enough. These mentally ill goddamn hoarders. And uh, as this uh, tweet succinctly points out, and this is sad, man. If I was a fucking millennial, I'd be getting mad, man. I'm surprised more of you are not like rioting in the streets at this point fraction of all u.s wealth owned by boomers and gen xers when the average member of each which age 35 when boomers were 35 in 1989 21 they had 21 percent of the average wealth right and two which is way too little still that's way too little but in 2008 my generation gen x it was down to eight percent you know it, it had decreased by 300 percent now 
And at, at 35 in 2023, you millennials will have 3% of it. That's how horrible the wealth inequality has gotten now. That's how much they're sucking out of the system and how they're doing it. They're distracting you. They got almost 30-year-olds dressing like 15-year-olds making videos telling you that feminists are the problem. You know what I'm talking about, right? Sure you do. Yeah, people continuously telling you that trans people are the problem, right? Yeah, they're the big problem, right? It's the SJWs. No, motherfuckers. It's the goddamn billionaire class sucking every goddamn dollar out of the fucking system. It's the fact that we're the only first world country in the world that doesn't have socialized medicine, right? Why are you guys not matter about this? Why are you not matter at the people who are selling you this shit, who are distracting you? You should be fucking mad. What are you doing? Come here. All right. God damn it, you guys. Stay away from my computer, Stash. Stay away from my computer. This is all going so fucking well tonight. All going great. I'm going to have to do the show with all of these cats in here. It's starting to get a bit annoying having to having to babysit cats while I'm trying to do a live show. Because you have to really concentrate really hard when you're doing this. And uh, it's very hard to concentrate when I have mayhem going around me all the time. But maybe that makes the show better. I don't know. Maybe that's more entertaining for you guys. guess we'll stick with it. Anyway, eat the rich. That's what we're getting at here. You should be mad. I am mad for you, but you guys should be madder at the motherfuckers who keep selling you this bullshit, who keep trying to distract you with minutia instead of the real fucking problems. And um, speaking of these assholes, these rich assholes who have a different set of rules for themselves, here's uh, Rudy Giuliani's child, Andrew. There's some fine genetics for you. He gets paid $90,000 a year as the sports liaison for the White House. His job is coordinating professional athletes visiting Trump. His relevant experience, he goes. So basically just giving these motherfuckers nepotism, you know, giving them $100,000 almost a year for fucking nothing on your and my dime. And uh, like, I'm not a big fan of uh, Joe Biden's son making lots of money, being on the board of some fucking oil company who doesn't have any experience. But still, like, it's all corruption. All of these motherfuckers are corrupt. It's a big club and you ain't fucking in it. And I ain't in it neither. I don't even fucking want to be in it. And I uh, also agree with uh, <laughs> with this person, Justin Horowitz. Andrew Giuliani and Eric Trump look like they probably had the same milkman. I know, right? I swear this guy looks just like, well, not this guy, but this guy looks just like fucking butthead, doesn't he? Good Lord, that is not good genes, in my opinion. But these are the people that are ruling us. Very, very sad, unfortunately. And uh, Oh, God. <sighs> So it's the week of fucking impeachments, the week where, you know, like I just showed you, wealth inequality has never been fucking greater in this country. It's just getting worse and worse and worse. And of course, the number one news program in the goddamn country is on there talking about how it's an amazing week for the government, for the for the Trump administration and for the American people. It's all going so well. Like if this is not just straight out of 1984, if this were liberals doing this. If this was flipped around, can you imagine the conspiracy theories talking about state-run media? The conservatives would be talking about nonstop. There would be endless amounts of videos. But nope, there's a different set of rules for them, folks. This, I mean, she was really sneering today about this right. idea, like looking down her nose. You people who spread Putin's lies. Uh, Raymond can right. do the accent. Um, but, you know, it's a, not partisan. I mean, it was all very, you know, very hoity-toity. And we're all supposed to just say, oh, my gosh, she's so, she's so learned. She's a Ph.D. She has a cool accent. 
She must be right. What is the truth here? People want to know what the truth I is. I actually think we got some great information out there today. In addition to the uh, stroke David thing, my other favorite part was she said, yes, I believe I've read it reported that the DNC paid for it. The, the Clinton campaign, I'm not so sure I've still heard of that. How is it possible? These are our Ukraine and Russia <laughs> experts. Area experts. Right. And it touches on intelligence community stuff. But no, she's never heard of it. I think it was a very helpful, very interesting no, this was a, piece this of was, testimony. This was a phenomenal week for this yeah. president and for the country, because as Reagan said, the bureaucracy must be resisted, lest the bureaucracy overwhelm us and start making decisions for us. They were never elected to make. Now, as I mentioned earlier, the FBI is investigating one of its agents for allegedly altering anyway, a document. Anyway, it's a great week for the president on, on and his Carter impeachment Page. and the country. This is Trump a half stash. Half stash little asshole that's causing all the fucking problems. Sometimes you gotta have your little kitty, kitty therapy, though. Otherwise, you're gonna go fucking insane about how crazy this goddamn society is. Seems like it's getting crazier, but it probably isn't. It's probably always been this crazy, and we just haven't noticed before because now we have social media that points everything out. You have shows like this one that points every little thing out, so it probably seems worse than it actually is, but uh, let's see. Uh, Rick Perry was on there, too, saying that Trump was basically sent by God. I'm not going to play that. It's too fucking depressing anymore. Let's skip past the Trump shit. And uh, there was an interesting clip that went semi-viral, right? Basically, they had all these guys go vegetarian for a little while, and then they checked. I guess they checked their hard-ons. I'm not exactly sure how they checked their hard-ons, uh, but they checked their hard-ons where they were sleeping, and they found... Notice that that first circle, which is the, the meat meal, is not as big a circle. It's not as hard an erection... As that second circle, vegan meal. Now let's look at the second sheet. The second sheet is a, a, accumulation of how many erections and for how long you had over the course of the night. So that first stubby graph <laughs> is really, it's not the size of your penis. It's not the size of your penis. It's how, how many minutes throughout the night you had erections. Wow. Blake, let's take a look at your results. So anyway, it's the same for all of them. All of them had way, way more erections during the nighttime, like a 300% increase eating a plant-based diet. So uh, that was kind of interesting. Talking about how uh, being a vegetarian makes you a soy boy. Nope. Evidence seems this had like that, a 477% increase. And how many hard-ons are these guys having at night? What the hell are you guys dreaming about? Man, I wonder how many hard-ons I have at night. I don't have that many because like whack off constantly all day. Too much information. But, you know, just saying. Interesting. I thought that was a little interesting video clip. And, uh, <coughs> excuse me. This one, awesome fucking response. Look how powerful our creator is. There is no way you can watch this and not believe in God. Well, I watched it and I still don't believe in God at all. It's just the fucking ocean, dude, and a storm, right? And uh, this response was perfect. Do a children's leukemia award next. I know, right? Go to any of the countries where 20,000 kids are starving to death every day. Show that. Let's talk about how great our God's love is. You guys seem to be kind of picking and choosing when it comes to that shit. And uh, I thought this was really fucking funny, too. <laughs> this is uh, Kanye West was at Joe Olstein's church. Look how they got Kim dressed. Remember Kim? Always dressed real sexually provocative all the time, but now he's going to Joe Lee church. He's wearing a suit three or four sizes too big for. Like, Kanye really changed you, Kim. Holy shit. Stand up for yourself, Kim. What have you guys done with Kim? Goddamn, Kanye joins a cult. Now everybody's got to be in the fucking cult. 
That's pretty fucking annoying, but it's funny anyway. All right, let's stop and read the chat real quick. What you guys got to say in the chat? Uh, this guy's getting about a hard on how to get that tattoo. I know, right? It's hilarious. You got a Woody. I remember being 12. Uh, we must delay life extension tech development until they die. Agreed. Although I could use some life extension technology. I want to live as long as I possibly fucking can. So hopefully it'll be at least a couple hundred years. Hopefully they'll work that shit out. Uh, too many bow ties. Getting old ain't for pussies. I know, right? Although I ain't seen to have any of that problem. I still masturbate as much as I ever did, I think, pretty much. Colt Dusty, I have hit the bell now, though. It's only taken me two years. Give me a wrench, fuckface. All right, cool. Definitely hit the bell if you don't know what the bell is. If you hit the bell, it'll let you know everything I'm doing. Being subscribed is not enough on YouTube anymore. you got to hit the bell. So somewhere around my subscribe button, there's a fucking bell. You should hit that if you want more Colt Dusty because it'll let you know. Uh, I think the cats are funny. Okay, it's stressful. It's stressful doing this shit with the cats around, but it also makes the show more interesting, so I guess I'll keep doing it. Uh, hard to concentrate though you're doing great appreciate that Victoria Cunningham uh, I'm doing the best I can with this chaotic environment I think your camera got knocked a little edge off the screen yes it did I fixed it I'm gonna get me a third screen once Black Friday hits I'm gonna get me another uh, TV and hook it up over here so I can see the chat at the same time and I can have three big screens in front of me it'll be much better I also have my glasses now I decided to just fuck it I'll just be an old man to wear fucking glasses so I can actually see what the fuck I'm reading so I don't stutter over my words as much as I used to when I'm reading. Um, let's see. Amazing. It is a death cult. Agreed. Some super chats. Have you ever taken the political compass test? No. I've never taken an IQ test. I've never taken a personality test. I don't believe in any of that shit. So I don't really waste my time on it. But I, I assume I would probably at this point be uh, a communist. Because... Uh, I'm getting fucking tired of the goddamn rich ruling our society, and I think it might be time to start putting these motherfuckers in jail. That's where I'm at right now, so, uh, don't know. Okay, that's all the new Super Chats I got. More Super Chats, please, if you can. And, uh, this is what people in other countries will never under-fucking-stand about our system. Me. So then I had to wait for my friends to get off work to take me to the ER. Not American. Why didn't you just call for an ambulance? Me. Yeah, you have no idea how it is in this country. I, I've i been talking about how I had a, a loved one that had to have some mental health care recently. And uh, we took them to the emergency room. And for some reason, I wasn't there when they did this. But they decided to drive them to a uh, a hospital that was like 90 minutes away. And they did it in an ambulance. And they sent this person a bill for over $2,000 for the ambulance trip. $2,000 for a goddamn ambulance ride, folks. Other countries just have no clue what it's like to live in this country. It's it's like a third world country when it comes to medical care because we literally just can't afford it. So we can't go get checkups. We can't, you know, we just live with things until we die because that's the way it is here. That's what capitalism has brought our society, you know, unfettered capitalism. It's just everybody's a dollar sign, you know, everybody's money, 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 and the wealthy have to suck as much fucking money out of the system as they possibly can. Our lives mean nothing to any of these people. They're fucking mentally ill. And that's why I'm saying it may be time to put these motherfuckers in jail. It may be time to, like, the system isn't working anymore. It's clearly not fucking working. It wasn't working very good before, but it's clearly not working anymore. Maybe it's time to pass laws to start punishing greed. Because these people obviously aren't going to do it on their own. They're, they're not going to self-correct. The market is not going to regulate itself. They're not going to do the right thing unless we fucking make them. So let's make them. Let's start making examples out of some of these motherfuckers. That's what I'm... 
You know, that's, and I don't mean violently. I mean, let's go through the legal system and do it. And then the cops, who are the thug arm of the legal system, will be working for us. And yay, right? Let's make these assholes work for us for a change. That's all I'm saying. And uh, speaking of assholes who continuously just make up shit to distract you with, instead of actually talking about the real fucking issues, this guy, you know, this guy makes tons more money than you do. He makes tons more money than I do. Takes more, you should be depressed. It's hard not to be depressed. But SJWs hate for Baby Yoda. Because this is a real fucking issue. Like, literally, nobody gives a shit about Baby Yoda, right? No one's talking bad about Baby Yoda. No one gives a fuck. But the same exact picture that they'll be using, 90 years from now, they'll be using the same picture. And they'll still be making tons of money from their gullible assholes who watch this shit for their daily dose of outrage, you know? <laughs> oh my god, look how chicken they are for Baby Yoda! They literally aren't. I was watching, uh, I was reading Steve Shives earlier. I think Steve Shives is pretty much considered one of the biggest SJWs in the world. And he was talking about how much he likes the new Man- Mandalorian show. He was saying that he thinks there should be more women in there. You know, he hopes they add more female characters because there's very few female representation in that show. But he likes the show a lot. And you can think both things at the same time. You can have you know, criticisms of it, but at the same time, still like the show. So they literally just sit around and make shit up all fucking day long to distract their audience with and make big bucks. People still fall for this shit. It's hard to believe. Like, when I started calling this shit out in 2016, this stupid anti-HJW movement, I thought that it would decrease in popularity by now. I really fucking did. I was so naive. But it's still going really fucking strong. They've taken over goddamn YouTube. And, uh... Speaking of which, speaking of the assholes that helped the fucking shit to happen, I'm not going to talk too much about this because I know everybody's sick of me talking about Shoe on Head and whatnot. But apparently, uh, Shoe on Head made a tweet against Arnita Sarkeesian recently. And I don't know if you know much about Arnita Sarkeesian. Like, I'm not the biggest fan of Arnita Sarkeesian, but most of the things she said weren't that bad, right? And the SJW, the anti-SJW community harassed the fuck out of her every step of the way. I've never seen more harassment towards anybody than they put towards Anita Sarkeesian, right? All these motherfuckers now who are talking about how evil cancel culture is, man, when it came to what they consider SJWs, they had no problem for years and years and years with repeated harassment of anybody they disagree with, any feminist who dared speak out. And that's why when assholes like Armored Skeptics say shit like this, it's just so ab- ab- above the papel, right? The shoe, the shoe hasn't changed shit is disturbing. She hasn't. She hasn't fucking changed. People think that because she has evolved on some social issues, that means she is no longer shoe on head and that she is somehow beholden to their demands. Anita is a public figure making public arguments she publicly disagreed with. It's scary to see people treat Shu this way, like she lied about not being anti-SCW anymore, but she never stopped. I know. She never stopped being a fucking right-wing mouthpiece. I don't care how many times she supports Bernie Sanders. She literally built her career lying about feminism, posting fake quotes for feminists. I showed you guys. I have all the receipts. I showed you guys all this. Repeatedly posting fake quotes to slam feminism. Repeatedly lying about feminism. You know? And uh, still, she's the most famous anti-feminist in the world. And if you understand how important feminism still is, it still is very important in this country. And not only that, we are beacons to the rest of the world. So the rest of the world def- desperately needs feminism. And, they, and we're an example to them. 
And so that's why we have to have strong feminist representation in this country. And yes, she still is the most famous anti-feminist in the world. And so all these lefties wanting to suck her dick and help make her more popular when she is the antithesis of what you should be standing for, in my opinion. And I actually agree uh, with Vadim on this one. Vadim fucking nailed this shit, right? Sarkeesian ain't awesome, but nobody lied in relation to her more than the loads of skeptics and anti-SCW channels that made bank off her. Skepticism is now seen as cringe by many on the internet because of fake, shitty, hungry skeptics. Pretty much the same thing you're talking about. And he said, this is hilarious to me because until Left Tube came out, uh, until Left Tube came about, feminists could barely post a valid, a vid, sorry, without skeptic gatekeepers. This is what... He's basically complaining about gatekeepers. This is why people like Shu and I are anti-feminist to begin with. The movement is front-loaded with gatekeepers who demand everyone fall in line with their ideology. Did anybody get canceled fucking harder by these motherfuckers than I did for speaking out against them, for pointing out that they were fucking signal boosting for goddamn white supremacists, for they were giving, they were spreading white supremacist talking points? They fucking all canceled me. Talking about these motherfuckers talking about gatekeepers, man. You're a motherfucker with the biggest gatekeepers there could possibly fucking be, you hypocritical pieces of shit. And this is exactly what Vadim is getting at. This is hilarious to me. Because until Left 2 came about, feminists could barely post a vid without skeptic gatekeepers. First put in quotes because I can't take the word seriously anymore. And second because it's your coat that blackballed him and crammed their ideology down others' throats. It's exactly what these motherfuckers did to me. But now that they're getting mild criticism, mild pushback, suddenly they want to fucking bitch about gatekeepers? No, fuck you. You guys are below goddamn scum. Like, fuck the And fuck all of you motherfuckers, all you lefty motherfuckers who are on their jock, people like Peter Coffin, whoever the fuck that guy is. Fuck him. Fuck all you motherfuckers. I'm tired of this shit. It's absolutely goddamn ridiculous. And look, Anita Sarkeesian, not, like I said, not my favorite person, but look, she's pretty fucking reasonable. And look at the reaction she gets for just being basic and reasonable here. The answer lies in another ism, one many Westerners aren't particularly familiar with. That's Orientalism. Why can't I hold all these isms? In short, <laughs> words are hard. Oh my God, I have to learn new things. So let's just make fun of it. I mean, just such a fucking moron. In every goddamn way a human could be a fucking moron. Uh, the most famous anti-feminist in the world literally knows nothing about feminists, has studied feminism in no way possible whatsoever, has never debated any feminist icons, has never done anything to advance society in any reasonable way, right? Why the fuck are people being nice to this stupid asshole? But look, Sarkeesian is just incredibly reasonable here, right? All these isms. In short, the term Orientalism refers to how, for hundreds of years, Western artistic and academic history has perpetuated an ignorant and prejudiced view of the East. A view rooted in the idea of Western culture as inherently more advanced and enlightened. Western culture is more advanced, Anita. I mean... Depends on what you mean by advanced. I think Japan is pretty fucking advanced in a lot of ways technologically. These are just white supremacist talking points, people. This is just thinly veiled white supremacist talking points. Anita Sarkeesian is, is exactly correct in what she's saying here. She's pointing out the history of racism towards Orientals. And, of course, because she's a feminist, shoe on head who doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about, never knows what the fuck she's talking about, has to make videos that make fun of her, right? And her videos making fun of Anita Sarkeesian get seen hundreds of thousands of times more than Arnita's are seen, right? And her crew goes out and bullies, bullies these feminists all over the fucking place. And then they want to fucking goddamn complain about gatekeeping to us when they get a little criticism thrown back at them. Like, seriously, you motherfuckers who... 
You guys got any people on the left who are supporting this shit? Shame on you. Shame on you. I won't have any fucking thing to do with you motherfuckers. Fuck all you guys. Seriously. I'm done talking about you. I'm done talking about this bullshit. But, uh, Speaking of a person, I'm absolutely convinced is a fan of Shu. This, this is the type of anti-feminist rhetoric that gets spread because of ignorant assholes like Shu on head. Yeah, male privilege doesn't exist, but if it did, it's fucking earned because my ancestors went out and fought woolly mammoths like this guy could go out and fight fucking anything, right? You look like you would get winded going to the bathroom. I doubt you could wipe your ass easily. How pathetic do you have to fucking be to take credit for other people's accomplishments that happened a long time ago and pretend like that gives you some kind of right to have privilege over another fucking sex? God damn it, these motherfuckers. Seriously, it's... I mean, it's fun. It's fun to make fun of them, I guess. So I'm glad they exist. But at the same time, holy shit, that's just cringe as fuck. Suboptimal! That's the word I'm looking for. I need to get me some suboptimal t-shirts, right? And uh, you guys see this shit? Apparently, uh, Elon Musk came out with a new fucking car. And uh, the windows are bulletproof, uh, apparently. doesn't appear to be bulletproof to me. But anyway, they might have done this on purpose because it helped, you know, spread their meme. I think he sold like 150,000 trucks. And uh, as Mr. Brock says, the tank-like design of this vehicle is not incidental. The bunkering of wealthy elites who hoard precious resources was inevitable. They are getting afraid. These elites are realizing that people are getting sick of being their lapdogs. People are getting sick of getting thrown crumbs. You know, like uh, what we're talking about in a minute. Like Jeff Bezos, the richest man of the fucking world, is giving uh, like $100 million to homeless causes. But that's like less than 1% of 1% of his wealth. So they throw us fucking crumbs because they know we're getting angry and they want to throw us off the scent, but it ain't fucking working, right? And I think this truck's pretty cool. Like, if I'm not going to buy one because I don't have any fucking money, but, like, if it was free, I would take one. But at the same time, I can understand why the elite are getting very concerned. They should be concerned. But apparently, this was kind of interesting. Um, it appears like Elon Musk tried to get a whistleblower who was speaking out about safety issues they were having at Tesla, swatted and killed by the police. Yeah, apparently they were calling the police saying that this guy who was a disgruntled ex-employee was going to come shoot up the whole fucking place. And uh, they went and found the guy and they realized that he doesn't have any guns, he wasn't going to go shoot up anything, and that they're basically just trying to swat him because they hated him for whistleblowing about the safety concerns he had and the fact that they were like doing some other shady shit too. You can go read it all about it. But anyway... Folks, Elon Musk is not a good person. You know, he's a billionaire like the rest of them. There are no fucking good billionaires, all right? I'm getting tired of hearing people suck his dick and pretend like he's some kind of Tony Stark god-man. I know a lot of people do that as a joke. Not talking about the people that actually do that seriously. Act like he's some kind of visionary for the future. No, man. He's just another one of these billionaires like the rest of them that should probably be put in prison eventually. You know, after we get the laws passed, after they have time to conform to the new laws, maybe put these motherfuckers in prison. They're not good human beings, right? You don't get a billion dollars by being a good guy. You just don't. Sorry. Sorry. How does that happen? How do you get a billion dollars by being a good guy? Explain this to me. 
How do you get a billion dollars by paying your employees what they're worth? You know, how do you get a billion dollars by giving back to society as much or more than you took from it? You fucking don't. You absolutely don't. Anyway, let me stop reading the chat real quick. What the chat got to say? Chat got to say here. YouTube drama shit show. It's always a shit show on YouTube. That's what it's all about. That's half the fun, right, though? Um, Asian, not Orientalism, you showed. Okay. Um, Orientalism is a term that has existed for decades. What a moron. But I know anything that... Uh, any, any, any new thought that they haven't previously been uh, subjected to is scary to them. And they have to make fun of it. Because that's the red meat that their fans come to view, right? Oh my god, are we making fun of the feminists today? Yeah! Let's make fun of the feminists. Even though what the feminists are saying is completely rational. It's completely true. Let's still make fun of them anyway, because feminism is evil! Yeah! Let's all let these be friends with the biggest anti-feminist, anti-SAW on the planet. Yeah, let's make her more popular. Yeah! Even though she fucking still, still stands for transphobes like Blair White and helps spread her message and shit. Yeah, let's be friends with her. The only reason they do that, people like fucking Vosh, all these motherfuckers, Peter Coffin, Claudia, all these motherfuckers, the only reason they do that shit is because Shoe on Head has 800,000 subscribers and they, they just want to be popular. They just want to be with popular kids. They want to be with the cool kids. It's so fucking pathetic. It's so fucking pathetic. Seriously, it's not have anything to do with you motherfuckers. You're just sad. And, and to me, you, you give liberalism a bad name. You give lefties a bad name. Associating with that shit. Just fuck everything about that. Anyway, um... Hello, Dusty. What's up? Dimas. I don't know how you Dime a dozen, I guess. Uh, you get it by cutting necks. <laughs> I guess that means how you get to be a billionaire. Yeah, I didn't get to be a billionaire by writing a bunch of checks. That's Bill Gates from uh, The Simpsons. All right, let's see. What do you think of the South Park trans joke? I didn't really see it because I don't really pay attention to South Park anymore. I don't think that's relevant to my life anymore, but I did see a bunch of people were mad about it. I just didn't check into it. So maybe I'll look into that later, see if there's anything worth me reviewing further. Um, Western culture is more advanced. China invented the blast furnace level for Europeans, and they invented gunpowder. I know, right? There's some really advanced countries out there. Not the countries have done really advanced things. I think uh, didn't the Middle East invent math, basically, or arithmetic? So uh, a small moolah for keeping cat mayhem. Yep. She's just a small bean. Even though she's pushing 30, she still dresses like she's 15 and she's cute. So hee hee. Hee hee. Who cares? Who cares if she literally lies about feminism for her job? Hee hee. Who cares if she continuously fucking signal boosts for transphobic Blair White? Hee hee. She's so popular and small. Oh, fuck all y'all. Ignorant bullshit. Um, all right. That's all the super chats. Super chats. Let's see what else we got here. Um. Andy Nogo, still being a fucking giant piece of shit. Apparently he deleted this. This is what they do, folks. They don't even read the article. None of these motherfuckers. These are lazy reactionaries. So they just post the article. They assume what it's about from the headline, and they post it as red meat to their fan base. So apparently this one, I had sex with my long-lost dad. And like, what? And he knows exactly what his idiot fucking conservative followers are going to say about this. They're going to blame liberalism for it. Liberalism is a mental disorder. Yeah. You slept with your dad because of liberalism somehow, right? 
This is the left. Normalizing incest and pedophilia. Yeah, somehow this is the left? Jew, Jew fantasy porn, fake news media. And so anyway, it turns out it was a, an article about how she was tricked into it against her will. And she was a victim, right? And so uh, I guess, you know, he had to delete it after he was basically told what the article said. Somebody had to read it for him. But this is what they do over and over again. They just fucking lie, lie, lie. And they make fucking bank doing it. Um, let's see. Got about 30 more minutes. I might cut it short here. I thought this was actually a great comeback. Talking about the electoral college. Man, has is, is there ever been anybody who is more unlikable than John McCain's daughter? I'm not even going to have to say her name anymore because she uses her father so much as her identity that we might as well not even call her anything else but John McCain's daughter. I'm saying Do you know what matters is the electoral college, which is what you all should be focusing on which right now. Which was created to save slave states. We'll be right back. Which was created to save slave states. We'll be right back. Yeah, in your face, dumbass. Exactly right. A fucking holdover from the slave era in order to give slave states more electoral power, right? We shouldn't be focusing on it. We should be abolishing it immediately. This fucking racist bullshit that makes all of our votes not count the same. Some people's votes count more than others, and it doesn't make any sense in a democracy. Uh, but uh, let me skip past that one. This guy makes me feel like I'm fucking slacking. I thought I was doing pretty good. But apparently this guy has hundreds of dogs. And he sleeps out in four-degree weather with him. So uh, bless this guy's fucking heart. Holy shit, what a hero. Like, I need to step up my fucking game, I guess. I only have seven and 11 cats or 10 cats or something. I guess I have 11 cats now. But what a good dude. Apparently people just come and they drop off their dogs and boxes and stuff. Fucking assholes, dude. It's like, if you guys can afford to go get a dog and you got the love in your heart to... All right, I got something to this. Next up, oh god, um, oh Tim Pool. Do we need Tim Pool? Let's just skip Tim Pool. Fuck Tim Pool. <sighs> god damn it! Seeing those dogs every time I fucking see that shit, I cannot stand that shit. Anyway, I did not know this existed, but they literally build this shit as hand warmers for gamers. Gaming hand warmers. Rechargeable hand warmers. Warm hands have better reaction times and dexterity. Cold hands are less dexterous. And cold fingers move slower. With simple rechargeable hand warmers, you can keep your hands and fingers warm using the device's adjustable heat setting. The hand warmer also can charge your USB devices. So literally things that you hold to fucking warm your hands. What the fuck, millennials? You know, I know it sounds like a fucking boomer, but back in my day, we just rubbed our hands together. It's called friction. Look into it, millennials. Holy shit. I know you guys jack off all the time. I know you all know all about friction. Is this really a product we need? And of course, I'm just kidding. If you want to buy that shit, I don't give a fuck. But at the same time, that's crazy. And Apparently, uh, Leah Ramini is calling out goddamn Beck because uh, Beck is, I guess Beck is pretending he was never a Scientologist now. Which he fucking was. He's a goddamn Scientologist. He's talked about being a Scientologist a bunch of times. So recently he came out and he was like, I'm not a Scientologist. So basically the arena called him a pussy. So it was a pussy move. Which, you know, is a gendered slur to attack his manhood. Which is not the best insult in the world. But I understand where she's coming from. Basically, she's like, you motherfucker. If you're going to leave Scientology, at least leave it in a way that does some good. 
at least call it out, call out the fucking cult for what it is, you know, and the evil it's done, instead of just trying to, you know, almost like sweep it under the rug, like you weren't fucking involved in it, like you were never involved in it, you were fucking involved in it, motherfucker, you absolutely were. Uh, even she's like commenting here. Yes, and it's very clear that some feel they should take the easy way out instead of using the voice that was given to them to stand up for those who have been raped, molested, abused, and victimized. No shortage of cowards. We are a very small army here, but mighty. You let them have it, Leah Ramini. I love that show. Guys, I've never seen her show about the Scientologist. Pretty good, even though I didn't watch the last season. I watched the first two. I thought she did a good job with it. And, uh, I guess this is serious. I don't know. I'm hoping this is a joke, but I'm just going to assume it was serious. Uh, Carpe Dunctrum. It's like, as Christians, our holy book was written by Jews. It is a collection of stories about Jews, and our Savior Jesus Christ is a Jew. From now on, any attack on Christianity or Christians is anti-Semitism. No, fuck everything about that shit. They're trying to make it to where you can't even criticize the Christian religion anymore without being considered anti-Semitic. Obviously, that's not going to go. Fuck, we see right through that shit. You know, you're just trying to keep it to order. Nobody can criticize your ancient fucking fairy tales. And, you know, nobody's buying it. But he got 8,000, 8.7K likes. Holy shit, that's fucking depressing. So I guess a lot of people agree with that shit, but wrong. Hell to the gnaw. Definitely not. And here's one from Catalina. What's up, Catalina? Oh, my God, Sargon. Sargon's still a thing, and he's appearing on InfoWars. You know what's coming, folks. Conspiracy theorists got to hang together. I called out him for a while back for uh, being a 9-11 truther, which he is. He pretended like he wasn't. He pretended like he was just kidding, but he wasn't kidding at all. He was fucking 9-11 truther, spreading that bullshit on Twitter and whatnot. Anyway, here he is on Alex Jones claiming, like they always do, that Nazis are basically on the left. That's right. But the thing is, this harks back to a lot, a lot of what a lot of intellectuals were saying around the 1930s, is that there's not very much difference between a communist and a Nazi. It's actually not a dramatic shift in ideology. Well, you're right. Whenever I see, who's the guy that, that's the leader, they said it's okay to punch a Nazi, and I don't agree with that, but what's his name? I always forget his name. Uh, which one? Richard Spencer. Yeah, yeah Richard Spencer. He's right? basically a progressive, yeah. I've seen interviews with him, he's like, I want national socialism. I, I, America sucks, and he just sounds like a leftist. Well, yeah, he wants, you know, health, um, universal health care and, uh, you know, he doesn't want open borders. So I suppose that's, that's one thing. But, yeah, he, in many ways, he is very, very similar to Alastair. I think he has actually called himself a progressive before. He's a fucking Trump supporter. And besides that, dude, I live in Mississippi. I live in one of the most racist states in the history of the fucking world. I can assure you, 99.9% of these goddamn racists around here are not fucking Democrats. They're not progressives. They're fucking conservative Trump supporters. Why? Why don't you guys mention that? Why don't you ever talk about that? You can't fucking claim that Nazism is the same as communism, and then you look at every fucking Nazi in this country, and they're all fucking conservatives, right? But it's exactly the kind of shit you would expect to see on Alex Jones' programming, and this is what Sargon has become, the sad state of Sargon. But, you know, he's still making that bank. Gotta make that dollar-dollar bill, y'all. That's what it's all a fucking about. Set out your closely held beliefs for that dollar bill. That's what they all fucking do. And this is something we were talking about earlier, where Bezos is giving away, uh, well, I love the way Forbes, <laughs> Forbes tries to frame this. The richest person in the world just gave $98.5 million to help the homeless. It's nothing. It's fucking crumbs. If you made 50000 a year, this is the equivalent of giving $45 away. And even that, like this person points out, the tragedy 
is it's more of a hardship for someone making $50,000 to give away $45 than for a billionaire to give away $100 million because basic life necessities exist at the same price for both individuals. It's exactly right. So crumbs, you know, let, let them eat cake. They're just throwing you fucking crumbs and expecting you not to pay attention to what's happening here. But no, put these motherfuckers in jail. You want to help some people? Just pay your taxes. Pay your fucking taxes. Pay your fair share of Bezos. I mean, maybe some people, like Forbes, which is a conservative organization, fall for this shit. Maybe the people that read Forbes fall for this shit. But nobody with a goddamn brain falls for this at all. We know exactly what you're doing. You're just trying to distract us from the fact that you're a mentally ill hoarder who has a house with 25 fucking bathrooms and you're sucking every goddamn penny you can out of the system and you're not paying your employees a living wage. I heard some of them have uh, permanent injuries now because people that work on the Amazon floor are so worried about meeting quotas that they're injuring themselves permanently over this shit. While this guy, you know, rakes in more money than he can spend in a thousand fucking lifetimes. It's just a mental disease that we need to eradicate Legally, non-violently, not saying you should go out and murder Jeff Bezos. Please don't murder Jeff Bezos. Maybe put him in jail forever. Maybe do that, but don't murder him. And uh, next up, oh, God damn it, fucking Joe Biden. I cannot believe this is the goddamn candidate the Democratic National Convention has decided to give us. Fucking boomer fucking central here. He seems like he's just giving up. He's like basically telling people now just to vote for other people. And so this is what he said when somebody asked him about universal health care. Well, they're not going to give it to the government. Well, God love you. You got the right candidate in Bernie. You got the right one. Well, and Elizabeth or whomever you have, it's, that's a great thing. But here's the point. Yeah, God love you. Just vote for somebody else. You're not going to get it through me. Well, good. Maybe we'll get it through somebody who's actually good, a good candidate. Not you. Anybody but you. Well, not Trump. Anybody but Trump or you. Seriously. But it gets even worse. I don't know if you guys saw this gaffe at the uh, debates they had, or the Democratic debates, but holy fucking shit. Talk about somebody who has no self-awareness. The audience literally started laughing at him, and he seemed to not even understand what the fuck they were laughing at. No man has a right to raise a hand to a woman in anger other than in self-defense, and that rarely ever occurs. And so we have to just change the culture, period, and keep punching at it and punching at it and punching at it. It will be a big... No, I really mean it. It, it it, It's a gigantic issue, and we have to make it clear from the top. Yeah, domestic violence is a big problem, and to get rid of it, we have to keep punching it and punching it and... No matter what it says, just keep punching it. Why are you making me punch you like this? Why do you make me do this? You make me so crazy, domestic violence. I just have to keep punching you and punching you. It's like, holy fucking shit, dude. How is this real life? You know, it has to be a simulation. It has to be a fucking comedy. Goddamn. uh, I know what you're doing up there. Fucking creator God. At his keyboard, making all this a goddamn joke. But... One more about eating the fucking rich. This is what the royalty's like over there in the fucking UK. Lady Colin, I don't know who the fuck that is. Never heard of her in my fucking life. But she obviously is an incredibly evil person. She's literally like, uh, Jeffrey Epstein wasn't... Wasn't... They're not minors. They were prostitutes. They were 14-year-old prostitutes. Somehow that doesn't make them minors in the minds of the goddamn elite. Let's listen. You all seem to have forgotten... Jeffrey Epstein, 
his, the offense with which he was charged mm. and for which he was imprisoned was soliciting prostitution from minors. That is not the same thing as paedophilia. Soliciting prostitution. Prostitution. If you solicit a 14-year-old prostitution, you're a paedophile. It doesn't matter. The fact of the matter does is, matter. It, it doesn't. It does that, matter. And they were not 14 for sex. In America, in America, in America anybody owned business That is nonsense. No, no it's not. He, he was convicted of procuring a 14-year-old girl for sex. Was he? 14. Yes. 14. Well, but I'm not justifying, Jeffrey. Well, that's paedophilia. I'm not justifying, Jeffrey. No, paedophilia, I suspect. There's a difference between a minor and a child. She was 14. <laughs> when Piers Morgan is the voice of reason, you know you're fucked up. You know, we just put these people in jail. We got to get rid of them. It's time to overthrow the elite ruling class. It's more than fucking time. And now we have the internet. We can actually organize. We can actually get rid of these motherfuckers. Let's do it. Who's on board? Some rich do. And uh, last chance to get in your super chat. We're going to cover one more story here. And then I'm going to finish the show. So if you want to... Support the show and help me take care of these little cute-ass kittens. Let's see if I can get this one before it runs off. Hey, what's up? This is Teacup. Hey, Teacup. We get a rare visit from Teacup here. No, let me show you off, Teacup. Teacup. Teacup, let me show you, Teacup. Let me show everybody how pretty you are. Yeah. This is one of Diva's babies, Miss Teacup. She don't make an appearance very often, but just let me, let me love on you. You're okay. You're okay. Show everybody how pretty you are. Yeah. We do good work here, don't we, baby? All right, all right, all right, all right. I respect your decision. Just had to show you off a little bit. Cute little shit, sweet hoe. Thank you for showing me your ass, so Anyway, I'm going to finish it up with this one. Man, dogs are pretty smart, and they are not fucking loyal to other dogs. These dogs totally fucking snitching out their fellow dog here. This is as clear as I could ever show you of a dog snitching out another fucking dog. You're like, who did this? Who did this? Who ate this shit? Did you eat it? And he's like, uh, did you eat this? He's like, nope, nope, it was this one. This one did it. This one did it. And it's like, uh, was it you? Nope, it was that one. Cats <laughs> just snitching the fuck out of that dog. <laughs> and that was like, was it you that did it? Who did it? Like, that one. This little asshole right here did it. Blame this one. Oh, shit. You guys need to be more loyal to your little doggy dogs. Come on now. You're all in that together. But they're like, hell no, I ain't getting in trouble for this little bastard. Clearly, that's the one that's guilty. But that's still cute as fuck. Love to see it. Even though there's no loyalty there. So anyway, let's finish up with Super Chats. Uh, no BS in the quartering. Make hard content, but are rewarded by the algorithm because they post frequently. You should use this exploit to grow. I mean, I do two shows a week. So, I mean, I guess I could do more, right? But I am going to work on making shorter content, though, uh, in the, after the holidays. So I'm going to work on that, so... They're, they're rewarded for more than just the algorithm, though. They're rewarded because YouTube has been taken over by these anti-SJWs, right? It's been like that for years and years and years. It's just the red meat. They've been, these kids, most of them boys or, or young men, have been convinced that anti-SJWs are the biggest threat on the fucking planet. And they love to find something to make fun of. And so they just fucking eat that shit up all day long, even though it's played out so heavily, even though it's been done to death, even though it's just a distraction from the real issues in the world. So... They get rewarded for more than just the algorithm, but it is the algorithm also. So, uh, But thank you for that. John gave me $2 for the dog. I'll appreciate that, John. You rock. Uh, angry hair piece, $2. It won't let me. I'll put it in the chat. It won't let you what? Okay, I'll see if I can look at the chat in a second. 
South Park is pushing rationality rules propaganda. I'm not surprised to see it. No. People like rationality rules want to say, I'm an ally. I'm fucking not transphobic. Yeah, you are. Bullshit. No better than that. Hey, Michael from Norway's back. Give me 500 uh, Norway kroners or crones or crowns. I don't know how you pronounce that, but I appreciate it. It's like 55 bucks. And that's very generous. Love you, Uncle from Norway. And uh, H.S. Ross, give me another $10 Canadian. My schedule these days doesn't usually allow me to see the live show, but I watch them afterwards. And, and Dusty, you are doing such a great job. Please keep it up. I wish I could help you make clips of it. Yeah, I need to find me somebody to make clips for my show. Um... I wish I could afford to hire somebody to do it because I really need to hire somebody that knows what they're doing uh, that's good at editing and whatnot and can do it like up to my standards. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, I think Catalina's going to help me with that maybe. We'll see what happens. Um, but I appreciate that, H.S. Ross. Very cool of you. Um, Rexel, $5. Just got into an argument with someone because I said racists would be better off dead. I'm venting now. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to call for the deaths of them, but definitely they need to be educated and mocked into extinction. You know? The behavior needs to be mocked. I look at people more like uh, their computers, right? And it's their programming that's poor. And you can change somebody's operating system. Hell, mine must change. You know, I grew up in a very racist uh, environment. And I was able to change. So if I can do it, anybody can do it. So, you know, I think using social pressure is basically the best way to do that. You know, let them know their behavior is not... Um, acceptable and that people won't associate with them unless they change and you know that that is a really good tool to change people ostracization you know they know that people won't accept them won't be friends they won't be friendly with them they'll change real quick because loneliness is a motherfucker so that's that's kind of where I'm at with that so everyone knows the erection measuring exercise is from the documentary The Game Changers available on Netflix about how great one can do as a performance athlete on a plant-based diet. Watch it. Okay. I did not know that. Thank you, H.S. Ross. Make sure you check that out. I will go watch that myself. The Game Changes, available on Netflix. So cool, cool, cool. And uh, let's see. Did I get everybody's? Viva la Revolution! Hell yeah, Crystal Hensley. Appreciate that. Uh, oh, Dango Fett said, What up? What up, Dango Fett? Um, all right, let me go read the chat. Let's see if I can see that angry hairpiece, what you had to say in the chat. There's so much, though, it's hard to find things in here. Unless you're saying my name. Oh, angry hairpiece. Pussy means cat, not vagina. It's short for pussycat. Okay. But I think you. I think a lot of times that people use pussy as a prerogative, not prerogative, but as an insult, as a slur. They're using it in kind of a uh, a sexist way. They're not saying he's a pussycat, because what would be wrong with being a pussycat? Pussycats are awesome. They're saying, you know, he's less than he's less manly. He's weak. He's a pussy. Anyway, that's my take on it. Uh, Cultural Dusty, the backlash is coming for all anti-SUW, and it's going to be hit hard. I don't see it. It seems to me like a lot of these people are being accepted by the new bread tube, bread pill, and all that bullshit. I don't want any fucking thing to do with that bullshit. That clicky, ridiculous bullshit that's much, much, much more concerned about being popular than doing the right thing or to or holding anybody accountable for their bullshit. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see a backlash cover for anti-HWs, but I definitely ain't seen it fucking yet. They're still being heavily fucking rewarded for that shit. Maybe it'll change. It'll be nice. Um, we all need love in the end. Hell yeah. Love's all I got. Nate Diaz. All right. That was out of the blue. Um, pejorative. Yes, that's the word I was looking for. Sometimes it's hard to find the right words live on the air. But uh, derogative. 
is the word you were looking for. Both of those are good. I was looking for pejorative, but derogative also works perfectly. I was going to say pejorative, and then I was going to say derogative because I couldn't think of pejorative, and I fucked them both up. So thank you for being an accessory to my brain and helping me think of things. Um, Puss in Boots, out of mats. Uh, it actually comes from Pussilanonymous. Kind of a synonym for cowardly. Okay. That may be the entomology of the word, but I think how it's used a lot is sexist. But maybe I'm wrong about that. I'm definitely open to be wrong. I'm wrong about a lot of shit. So, uh, it happens. It happens. All right. Derogative is not a word. It's derogatory. Okay. Good. That's true. I fucked it all up. Anyway, that's the show, folks. Hope you enjoyed it. Really appreciate you guys tuning in. I'll be back on Friday. Hell yeah, Friday. You guys go out and kill it on Thanksgiving. Have a good time. Try to get along with your family. I know it's hard because they're assholes, but do your best. Spread that fucking love around. And as always, you guys want to support the show? Patreon.com for just podcasts. That's a great way to support the show. And I got t-shirts. Fuck yeah. All different kinds of colors and whatnot. Do it. Do it. Buy a t-shirt. And also, if you guys just want to hear the audio version of the show, it's available on SoundCloud. It's available on uh, iTunes. It's available on Spotify. I'm all over the fucking place. You guys can view me in any format you guys want to view me in. And I'll be back. I will see you guys soon. I love you guys. Thank you so much for supporting me. Thank you so much for allowing me to do this. It's a pleasure to entertain you guys. And I look forward to entertaining you on Friday. Good night, everybody. Love you. Logic. Fuck yes. See you soon.